Uh, somebody needs to get a tattoo. You should get one that says emotional toilet, juice. A, <laughs> toilet tattoo. Toilet games t- tattoo. Toilet games for life. Emotional I almost juice. started seriously thinking about getting a Caps tattoo after that one. <laughs> and welcome to episode 29 of Rather Replaying, the podcast where we talk about how you'd rather be playing games than getting a text from your wife telling her telling you that she rear-ended someone in Chicago traffic. I'm Josh. Ouch. I'm Elliot. <laughs> and I'm Steve-O. Yeah, I, I was out for work and my wife was driving the kids across the country back home to Pennsylvania and uh, she's like, so I rear-ended someone in Chicago traffic and your car is damaged, so it needs some body work. I, I haven't heard back if it's like, if the radiator's broken or cracked or something, or if it's just coolant leaking somehow, or I don't, I don't know how. What oh, the no, so she had to leave the car there and everything. So it took like, yeah. So we needed to get towed. So they stayed the night in Chicago because they had to, and then it didn't get towed to like. I mean, it got towed to a place, but it didn't get towed to the the body shop or the repair shop for like three more days. Like oh, they kept just sitting there, there on the yeah. side of the road. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. No, 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 no. Got towed to one side. Okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah, and and like. uh she kept calling him like, yeah, we'll take care of it in the morning. And then like, they would never do it. And she'd call up saying, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Our, 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 our tow truck guy's just been sitting here doing nothing all day. I'm like, drive the fucking thing to the, to the repair shop. <laughs> Cause I don't know, some weird going on with insurance and the repair shop and all that. But wait, <sighs> so have you got it back from Chicago yet? No, she had to get a rental car and she drove ahead. I'm so, confused. Oh my God. So she, she's driving back across the country, like at the end of the month. So she'll, there's no rush like it needs to be done right now um so uh yeah it's just i don't know she has the rental car and the uh, our bank pays will pay for the rental car um for the length of the time the car's in the shop so there's not really a rush so much as so long as that it's done before she drives back okay the way you were talking about it when we were chatting to you yesterday i thought you were waiting for the car no, wherever no. you were. Oh no, I was I, I was just getting new tires put on my wife's car. Ah, okay. Uh, Very confusing. All yes. these uh, mechanical disasters. Yeah, yeah no. all at the same time. I was yeah. So well, that wasn't a disaster so much as it just needed to happen. <laughs> In Port uh, Portland doesn't have the sales tax on it, so that's why I did it when I was down there. Oh, Smart man. God, that's right. You've got a tax free state right next to you. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um. The nicest thing I have is if I go the next state over, which is literally a one minute drive, I get my gas pumped for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, keep, I, keep, I keep forgetting about that in Oregon, too. Like as I was leaving my, my work there, I was like soft for gas and got out and the guy standing there. I'm like, and I said to him, I was like, oh, right, I'm in Oregon. And then I gave him my card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first couple of times it takes some getting used to. It's like, do you tip? Do you? But they're, they, um, get, they get paid. I don't think you actually tip them. No, you don't. I've yeah, I learned that later. But then, like, I got this one time. Uh, the, actually, like the very last time I did it, the guy started like washing my windshield. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, now do I tip? <laughs> I didn't the have world any is cash. so confusing, Elliot. How are you meant <laughs> to handle it? <laughs> like, no one's ever done that before. I got my gas. I always get my gas filled in New Jersey because it's it's cheaper there, and it's like I said, it's literally like I think 
the closest gas stations to me are in New Jersey. Right. And uh, uh, it's 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 always been the same system every time. And this guy breaks the rules. He was new there. And uh, and I didn't tip him. I didn't see anyone else tipping. I just didn't have any cash on me. But uh, I don't know. Like you're not supposed to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone can write in and tell us <laughs> the, yeah. the proper etiquette. For whether you're allowed to tip uh, gas station attendants or not in New Listeners Jersey. In New Jersey, if they go above and beyond, do you tip them? Yeah. Right in. Uh, so wait, so just to end this story real quick, your car is in Chicago. Your wife is going to be in Pennsylvania for a month. She's in, well, she, she dropped the kids off in Pennsylvania. She's down in Maryland with my with my parents. She's with your parents? Yep. Cool. And then you're going there to visit her, and then we're going to try and record a live podcast. Is that right? Yes. But you're driving all the way back? I'm not, no. She is. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm That's flying back. Well, wow, we, we, yeah. we, our nephew got his permit, so he helps out a little bit now. Oh, cool. It's a little, okay. it's a little scary on the turns, but... <laughs> um, so... Any, uh... Oh, what? sorry. One last question. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is news. Like, we talked about every other thing besides the shit um, before the podcast. But so are the kids there for good or just for the summer? Just for the summer. They'll come back. Okay. Them. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, they're coming back with her? Yes. No, they're going to oh. walk. <laughs> Ask more I, questions, Ellie. I thought you would like fly them out at the end of summer. Or Why something. would I they're mention come, that come he has a permit if they weren't driving with her? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. So uh, any mechanical failures in your life? Steve, how's your back? <laughs> Still pretty good at the moment, actually. It's been holding up. You know, the summer has been testing it a little bit. A lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Outdoors run the bat. Actually, I'm going to the opening game of the DC United uh, That's Stadium so cool. this evening. Sorry, we're recording on a Saturday. I know we shouldn't time travel, but I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> we haven't watched the World Cup final yet. That's going to be after the, we record this. But yeah. It's a day. Oh, they have a That's new stadium, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Brand new yeah. DC United Stadium. They also have... Wayne Rooney playing for them, which I'm very <laughs> conflicted about. Obviously, him being a former Everton and England footballer and me being an Ireland and Liverpool fan, that causes me some distress that he's playing for a local team over here. Don't forget Man United. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, United, even worse. Well, that's bad, almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, I guess I'll applaud him if he scores from 50 yards. And at yeah. all other times, I'll try not to boo. <laughs> <laughs> Did we already have this conversation? This feels like deja vu to me. No, not, about, mean, Wayne, we have not about Wayne Rooney, at least not on the cast. <laughs> talked a lot of okay. sports, but uh, this is, I'm getting this serious no Wayne Rooney, of deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> Just enjoy yeah. the fact Listen. that England lost today. Yeah, 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 in fairness. Yeah. They got as far as I was okay with them getting to. <laughs> they're, go they're going <laughs> home. Just shy of anything recognizable. <laughs> yeah. Just not in a final. If they had got into the final, I would have felt so sick and worried that yeah. they could potentially win it and we would never hear the end of it again. But uh, <laughs> at least tomorrow I get to cheer on Croatia against uh, the old enemy that is the old enemy since 2010, 2009, <laughs> uh, France. <laughs> Come on, Croatia. I Yeah, I mean, I don't really hate France, but I do like underdogs, so I'm definitely going for Croatia. Yeah, and yeah. Modric and Mandzukic and Perisic. There are a lot of, a lot of good players, you know. We might see a few nice goals, I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope I'll, so. I'll watch the game and hop on my plane then. <laughs> As I've said, I have France winning it 
all in a pool that I'm doing with uh, my friends in oh, Chicago. Oh, have, have you got the chance of winning then? Yeah. Well, so I Has think someone the already won. Somebody is was on points. Yeah. So uh, someone else like, is like someone had Russia and uh, there's some other team that just like had a bunch of five goal games, you know, and yeah. like uh, so they're way, way, way ahead. There's no Belgium? there's no chance of catching up. But Belgium, England scored might, a lot might, of goals. Might have been, they definitely had England. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the most, by so, the way, this is the most boring golden boot winner we've ever had. Yeah, three penalties. <laughs> unless it? unless someone on unless someone on France or Croatia has like an eight goal game, yeah. Harry Kane is. Ugh. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, there's a lot of England uh, shade being thrown here, isn't there? I don't. I don't uh, really hate England. I just it's like they just they didn't play well, but they have the one guy that scored the most goals, and it's just like I said, yeah. it's not. It's just a, the most boring golden boot presentation that'll ever happen. <laughs> the world yeah. is so weird. I was kind of hoping Lukaku might come out and score a hat-trick today. Three amazing goals. One with the left <laughs> foot, one with the right foot, one with the head. You know, the perfect hat-trick. And then take it. But it wasn't to be, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lads. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It has. Uh, good work. As far as uh, um, my thing, all I wanted to say, as far as my summer, um, I will... I, have been catching up slowly on the same team y'all podcast. Mm, um, nice. our, our friends over there are, are maybe not sister cast, but like cousin cast. Brother ladies. <laughs> a, yeah. Now we're brother ladies. Cute, cute cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kissing cousin. <laughs> no, you, you guys can do that. <laughs> um, hey, podcasts can do what they want to do. Um, they're, uh, might have to cut this all out. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. Where are we going? Uh, yeah, um, you've probably heard us talk about them if you're uh, been listening to us a while. But if you're new, then yeah, they're they're a good bunch of people. Uh, uh, Eric and Tess host the the podcast. They're librarians that just want to make the world a better place, and they spread positivity. And Steve-O, you were a guest host on there a couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah um, cool. And as I mentioned, I'm catching up. So like, I don't listen to podcasts as regularly as I want. And when I do, I'm pretty much just catching up on same team. Y'all. <laughs> so I'm just about there. Uh, and in this latest episode that I'm in the middle of, Eric mentioned that he has stopped eating meat two months ago. He's just like doing this huge dietary change. And I just wanted to give a shout out. Cause that's amazing. Cause I've also stopped eating meat as of uh, like six months now. No yeah. way, man. Six months. Not at all. Yeah, nothing. Although, <laughs> I accidentally had a ham sandwich in Montreal. <laughs> Didn't mean to do it. Didn't how did, realize how it was... does that happen? You read the menu wrong? You forgot your French? J- jambon. Was... I think that's spinach, right? Yeah. Let's just, let me get that. <laughs> it, it's, it was, uh, it was uh, a coffee shop uh, croissant. Oh. Um, and it, I, I wanted the cheese one and there was ham as well. And I was three-fourths of the way through before I realized it. So I finished it and then I was like, so you're divorced now. So it was, it was, it was harrowing, but it was, it was fine. Um, but other than that, I've, I haven't had any meat in a while. And, uh, and I heard Eric was doing it and it's not always the easiest thing. Like if you can just control, you know, everything you eat is something that you cook and you cook at home. It's totally easy to do yeah. but when you're being social and you're going out, it's hard to stick with it. So if you ever get challenged, house. If you ever get challenged by that, Eric, think of me. I'm doing the struggle too, but I'm keeping with it and I'll think of you. Um, it's really so funny I, you say that though, because I actually, anytime I cook at home, I cook completely 
just vegetables, all plant based no at home. Yeah, just nice. because it's easier. Like you oh, just yeah. need olive oil and herbs and whatever kind of vegetables you're using and beans and whatever. So I don't, I don't keep. Well, I guess I have milk for coffee, so <laughs> that's a bit of a cheat. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't don't Still. use butter or, or meat or cheese at home. Um, Holy shit! But I then lunchtimes and stuff. It you know I'm I'm not I'm not religious about it in any way you know. But it's just when I'm cooking at home, I try to cook healthy. Yeah, and yeah. That, so I sh- I should sorry I should just clarify that like when I cook for myself, I try to be totally plant based. When Amy cooks, I'll I'll have she'll usually at least be vegetarian. Um, and when I go out and there's no better options, I will eat fish. So like at at worst I'm pescatarian at best I'm like partially plant based um but I feel good it's awesome that would not work in my my household <laughs> it, not, it was a struggle not was not unless not unless I want to cook two meals every single time I'm cooking yeah. <laughs> there'd be Especially a mutiny the kids, would there like, <laughs> well the kids the kids are I mean again they seventeen years of bad habits the kids don't really eat vegetables well the nephew does not the niece not so much and then Lily. Needs her meat and starch. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an adjustment for sure. It's cheaper. It's easier. You don't have to worry about like defrosting and you don't have to worry about salmonella and shit like that. But and I'm like um, the only one that eats fish. It's fun. <laughs> oh, man. In Seattle, too. Yeah, Holy I know. I, I, moved, I moved to Seattle and my wife doesn't like coffee or fish. So she's. No! <laughs> it is wasted on her. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. Hang on, what's this podcast about again? Yeah, guys, think, do you remember we, we decided games. we'd do a podcast about games? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, that's right, shit. It worked for a while there. It, it lasted for over a year, didn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Ages ago. Now we were, what was that called? Hi, this is hi, uh, Rather Be Eating Meat. Uh, um, yeah, that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is stuff, stuff I'm loving. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, guys. Uh, games, I'll, I'll, games, 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 games. Who's been so, playing games? So I finally, a couple days ago, the long-awaited game, at least for me, Octopath Traveler, finally came out. I was in my oh, hotel. Yeah. I had pre-downloaded oh, it yeah. a long time ago with my birthday money. And ha- found, and you they, had collected almost all of the characters on the, the demo? Yeah, before. I got seven of them and was like sitting outside waiting to pick up the eighth one. Um, and so uh, I was in my hotel room and I was like, oh, finally it unlocked. Okay, sweet. And then I was up to like 2 a.m. and Maybe not as awake as I should have been for work um, the next day. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun so far. I'm having a blast with it. I've, I finished everybody's chapter one and I finished one of the chapter twos. Um, the biggest problem I'm running into right now is because I plowed through the first, you know, seven characters. Because, you know, I, I played it before with a couple times in the demo, skipped this story cutscenes on the last one just so I could kind of speed my way through it. Uh, I was kind of underleveled at that point, so now I, I have, I've had to do a little bit of grinding to catch up to where this chapter oh. two stuff is. So, yeah. uh, so a bit, a little bit of that, but I mean, it's 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 not it's not awful. Uh, the battle system is pretty engaging. Um, it's kind of like a cross between like Shimigami Tensei and Bravely Default. You have you like can boost your characters to make them do extra stuff each turn, and then you also have weaknesses on the enemies that are identified like ne- like on top of the enemy. You can see what their weaknesses are. And oh, cool! So you don't have to like investigate them. You oh don't no, 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 to... no, no! You, you they they show up as question marks until you should figure it out. But they're always but ah. they stay there. Um, and then cool. so it's kind of like Shin Shimagami Tensei in that way because like you'll try and attack and then it'll either repel or it'll do damage and then you'll know whether that's a, so, a weakness or a strength. So I haven't 
I haven't really run into anybody that's really like strong or like nullifies anything or any or so the weakness is what they do is every enemy you you come across has a little shield icon next to them and it has yep. a number and it has a number on it that that says basically like if there's a four in it it says you have to hit them four times with any weakness to break them and then they're oh. stunned they're stunned for a turn and they take like extra damage from all sources basically so your your goal in each battle is basically to break everybody on the field and then unload um mm. oh. Although I did get into some, I did in chapter two, you start running into things where like the the boss has his weaknesses like blocked off and you have to get rid of his minions in order to actually hit his weakness. Um, so there, so it's, it does seem to throw some wrenches at you so far. But uh, over, overall, though, like it's it's great. The music is fantastic. It's uh, I was talking to Elliot about this a little bit earlier. It's a kind of reminds me a lot of the old melodic uh, songs you'd hear back in like. SNES RPGs just with like higher production values, if you will. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, there are some that are more like ambient noise and uh, rather than like full full blown songs, but it's a fantastic soundtrack so far. Um, and then how is the I've, story? How are the NPCs? Are, are they interesting? Is the world not, Does it feel alive? So it's, it's, it's interesting. So the way the game works is it seems like it's, so you have eight characters in your party and they all have their own stories. And then for, this is the kind of part, where you kind of have to suspend disbelief is that they all just kind of join up just because, <laughs> and then like mm-hmm. you, you see on the map, you're like, okay, here's Therion's chapter one, here's Ulbricht's chapter one, and then do those. You're like, okay, Therion's chapter two is up there. In each of their chapters, it's only that character that you really see. There's you can press a button like during certain scenes to get some like party banter back and forth, um, yeah. depending on who's in your party. But basically, each of those chapters just follows that sole character, and everybody else is just kind of along for the ride. Um, oh, so there isn't like branching paths and there isn't like. So it's it's more like it's. It's not necessarily like so like in Final Fantasy, you know, you have a bunch of people that band together to save the world or whatever. Yeah. In this game, it's like a collection of short stories. It's like the Canterbury Tales of RPGs. <laughs> so you have like oh. the Knight's Tale, Ulbrich, who's trying to figure out what his what he thought was his friend. Why did he kill the king? And you're going and, yeah. you know, and you're going and all the other party members that you get just kind of end up tagging along for the ride. And then as you progress through his chapters, you learn more about his story. Um, and you know, then there's like the merchant Tressa who just wants to go out and explore the world. Uh, and you know, you go through her chapters and that's all her story. And again, there's party chat where they can interact with the, with the party members here and there. Yep. But again, it's primarily focused on that one character. Um, okay. So basically the only difference your party composition makes is in battle. Is that right? No, no. Well, yes and no. Uh, so, <laughs> so, every, so every party member has a, has a class like Therion's, yeah. Therion's a thief, Ophelia's a cleric. Um, and they also have their own path actions, which are things that you do on the field that uh, allow you to either get, get items, information, uh, a bunch of different things. So like Therion, for instance, can steal from basically any NPC. Yeah. Um, and and oh so that's not even when you're in combat situations that's just when you're out in the world yeah you're like walk up to someone click the steal button it gives you a percent chance to succeed and go for it Mm. uh so there's like there's what they call rogue path actions and noble path actions the four rogue ones correspond to the four noble ones so like for instance uh theory theory on steel action it's a percent chance to steal something whereas tressa can buy those items off that character yeah. Um, there, and the only, pe- there, there's no penalty if like you don't have the money, it's just, you don't have the money. 
Whereas if you fail with Therion, after like five failures in a town, your reputation goes down. You got to go pay money to a tavern to get it back up. Yeah. So like the rogue ones, there's no and there's no like level requirement to do the actions. It's just a chance based thing. Whereas the noble ones, there's no way to fail. You just have to meet a requirement to, to oh, do hmm. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's so, uh, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Like you can get people to follow you and they'll fight and battle with you. They're just kind of on their own doing their own thing. And I mean, they can die and they're out for a few turns or something. Um, or you can investigate people to get more information, maybe find uh, a hidden item on the map, or maybe you'll learn about getting how to get a discount at the inn, or maybe suddenly more weapons will be for sale at the store. Um, it kind of behooves you to use kind of all the path actions at your disposal. Um, but there's tons of like little side quests throughout the game also. And apparently they can, you can actually tackle them in different ways. Like for mm -hmm. instance, early on, there's a quest in Alfin's town where some fisherman's like annoyed that he's like not getting any fish anymore. He's wondering what the hell's going on. And then if you go West, you find a guy that's out there just kind of reeling in all the fish. And so the other guy can't get any, I beat the shit out of that guy. And that, that resolved the quest. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, that's, that's some like, but, uh, authoritarian well yeah you can fight basically with with <laughs> all, with with all brick and hanit you can fight uh npcs and they'll just drop stuff they'll, they'll drop items or maybe they'll resolve a quest but Does it go into like a fight mode yeah like battle mode when you do okay. yeah no you actually fight them <laughs> um and then but apparently i was reading someone else was able to solve that quest by uh i guess either stealing or finding some like really potent bait that you can give to that fisherman and which means the the, the fisherman that gave you the quest and then all the fish will go towards him. And that's another oh, way to resolve shit. the quest. So, so it's like multiple <laughs> solutions to, to different problems. It, it kind of has, it kind of sounds like an open world ish vibe without actually being open world, but just that the open possibilities. It, yeah. It's, and yeah, so it really depends on like what your party comp composition is and whether or not you want to use different path actions to solve different quests yeah. and things like that. It is kind of the question is like, will it make you want to go back and replay the game with different party members yeah. just to see those different things in action? Does it have that kind of staying power or would you just be like, well, wasn't that interesting a side quest in the first place? Well, I mean, the side quest, I don't know. I mean, you get, you get some decent rewards from them so far. Mostly it's money, maybe an item as well. Um, no experience. Your experience is just from battles. Um, but I mean, maybe like replays and stuff. So, uh, once you start collecting people a little bit out of the ways of the initial towns, you can find shrines that open up the subclasses for all the jobs. So like you can, you can make theory on uh, who's a thief also have the subclass of Ophelia, which is a cleric. So he's a thief cleric. Um, and then uh, you can, you know, there's one for each of the jobs. And I think there's actually like four hidden ones somewhere way later in the game or something. Um, but yeah, so everybody can have a, a class and a subclass. You can only have one person assigned to each subclass. So you can't have like a party of eight thieves or four thieves or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then you 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 learn the abilities as you gain job points um, and the passive abilities that you learn as you unlock those skills. Those you can keep if you even if you change to like a different job. So like uh, Alfin, his second passive skill gives you like plus 500 HP. But so if you take off Alfin's subclass, you can't use his first aid skill anymore, but you get to keep that passive of plus 500 HP. I mean, you can only equip four of them at a time, but it's in your inventory that you can use. So it kind of behooves you to go back and, and look at all the subclasses, do trials and different combinations because different classes also use different weapons. Um, it's like, for instance, Therion, who's my main character, is why I keep bringing him up. <laughs> uh, you mm -hmm. can primarily uses a dagger and a sword, and he can also has a little bit of fire magic. But if I were to add Ophelia to hits as a subclass to him, that'll also let him use a staff 
and holy magic. So, I mean, it, it allows, it gets you the ability to hit more weaknesses with one person. So, uh, okay. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good so far. Uh, I'm about 10 hours in. Um, oh, wow. More than I. Well, I was at the dealership playing it for a few hours yeah. when I was getting those yeah. tires. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep going. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if how like all the stories kind of resolve at the end or if they like converge. And, you know, there's that ancient evil thing, like I mentioned last time, you know, something afterwards. A lot of the reviewers said there wasn't. But they also I think there's also been like some uh, information basically saying it's there is like end game after those four chapters. It might not be a lot, but apparently it does exist. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. How does it stack up against like <laughs> you know, modern classics and, and classic classics. Like, is this a great game or is it like just an average JRPG I mean, I, for you? I mean, I've only played 10 hours. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's I, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I don't know where I'd rank it yet, but it's, I, I mean, I don't have any problem playing a sprite based RPG. That's <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not, it's not like I'm sitting there going, why doesn't this look like final fantasy 15? This is bullshit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I'll, be able to tell you more once I beat it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's the most exciting thing about it to me is um, kind of like uh, what 3D dot game heroes did. And these like indie revivals, like uh, cosmic star heroin. It's just like these JR, these like 16 bit JRPGs, just 16 bit style, 16 bit homages um, uh, doing well. And, it, and I know it's mostly nostalgia, yeah. I know it's mostly like, but I'm not, a, I'm not expecting a new FF six, but like the, the mindset I, it puts me in and like the feeling I get when I see games like this and I play them, it's like, Oh man, like this, this scratches that itch. This. Scratches yeah. That itch. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't been scratched in so long and you don't realize it until you see this and you're like this and it's on switch. You can take it on the go. You can put it on your TV. And yeah. It's, yeah. And in um, theory, when you strip a thing down, when you like, reduce the graphics to this kind of level from, you know, in comparison to Final Fantasy 15, which is also open world and it's also ultra modern and it also is this action RPG uh, elements. It, you know, this, if you get the character of this right, if you get the story of this right, I think we'd all prefer to play 16-bit style games if they oh, could, yeah. if they well, could yeah. offer, like, story. If the game is good, uh, it's good. I don't really, I mean, I'm not a big graphics, like, or if you will, I don't, I don't need like the most mind blowing graphics in my games. As long as one doesn't one, it doesn't look like shit. I mean, there is an extreme on the yeah. other end where I'm like, okay, yeah. why does this look like Atari Pac-Man? You know, but I remember <laughs> when people heard about this, we were like hoping that it would be final fantasy 16, <laughs> like that. They would yeah. just toss everything out and say, Oh, this is final fantasy 16. Now you're never going to know what kind of style we're going to of game. We're going to make next. Yeah. But, I don't think I ever had any illusions about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's it's all about the art direction. And you know, it's you make and it's pretty. It's a sprite yeah. game, but like the backdrops are just like, I don't know. It's it just beautiful. Whoever whoever's doing the artwork for a lot of the backgrounds and things are just is put it is putting in some work. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm looking up the the designer of the game. I've never heard of him before, but his credits include uh, working on the art for Metal Gear Solid Five mm. and uh, Shen Mui. Oh, so. He's worked on a few games. Kind of looks like he works on a game like every three or four years or so. And, then, <laughs> and now, now he's like fully in charge of Octopath. So oh. Oh. that's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm, pretty... I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, maybe I'll get it done by the next episode. We'll see. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. How long is it supposed to be? <laughs> like 60 hours to 100 hours, depending on how much. Oh, man. Say, so. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Wait, did so you even. I was even 10, 10 hours in. Uh, you probably haven't scratched even the surface of the story much yet. Have you? Like I said, I finished I finished everybody's intro chapter and now and I finished okay. one of the chapter twos from one. So. so you're not far enough to know yet if it's eventually going to get the emotional juices flowing. No, no. The emotional <laughs> juices. I'm not sure about those yet. Okay. I did it. It's, I did it. It's segue. <laughs> but uh, in another sense, we have been playing a game where when you stab them, stab things, juices do come out. Steve, you want to tell us about Hollow Knight? Josh, I thought you were going to tell us about Hollow Knight because you've played about you 100 hours no, of no, it no, and no, you've no, got wanna, like 106% completion. I want to hear, <laughs> hear your thoughts so I can tell you when you're wrong. Okay, oh. okay. Here, here's my thoughts. Uh, I went the wrong direction. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, that sounds about right. So I finally got the kick in the nuts, Dark Souls feeling from Hollow Knight. Mm. Wait, 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 let me just guess. Deep Nest? Deep, deep nest um is no no okay. i don't think so okay um, well, you're, you're gonna you're, you're gonna get another kick in the balls later then the mantis <laughs> the mantis village fucking kicked me in the balls yeah i just got to the point where i started avoiding them i i like would bash over them i would i would come back to that area after you get a nail upgrade because <laughs> the boss yeah. takes way too damn long um uh, let me get off the bus what what uh what special skill do you get from from the mantis nest uh, you get a great one. Wall jump. The you wall, wall, wall jump. jump. Yeah. Wall jump. Okay, so I've already got that one. Okay. Um, okay, but what happened to me? Okay, so <laughs> I had just beaten some kind of boss in the City of Tears. Um, and I was fly- wondering... Is it the flying guy, Soul Master or something like that? Or Soul something? Do, yeah, does he give you the, the burrow skill? Yes, the, the, the dive the, skill? The ground pound, yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> so I had just beaten him, and that had been a little tough. Uh Oh, actually, you know what? It wasn't really. Once you learn the patterns, it was it was pretty simple. Yeah. But oh no, because he has that thing where he looks like he's gonna die, and then he comes back to life, and he's even harder. Yeah, okay. So he did kill me a few times. Oh, I hated him for a little bit. So <laughs> I was about to say, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I finally I finally beat him, and I made my way all the way back because I remembered obviously the grand pound. I knew that I could use it in the mines. Yeah. So I I fought my way all the way through. Uh, picked up a load of geo. Had picked up a lot of geo from killing him. I had two thousand geo, and the mines is like two two screens below the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that I had to do was before yeah. going to the mines and using the ground pound was to go to the town and buy a lantern. You know what you need if you're going into mines, guys. A lantern. You need a lantern. <laughs> Why didn't I go buy the lantern? So the lantern is eighteen hundred, and I had never had anywhere near that amount of geo before. Geo being the currency, obviously, for any yeah. of thing. I'm sure you worked that out. Yeah. Why didn't I go buy it? So of course I wander into the mines without a lantern, and I can't for the life of me find that map, bastard. I can't find them. I can't find a map. I have no idea where I'm going. Uh... Of course I die. Of course I die. And then I'm like, oh no, now I have to go directly there again. And now I don't have any geo again to buy a lantern, which I need in that area again. So I was trying to fight my way back. I managed to get my my souls back. Um, Sorry, my geo back, obviously. 
Um, <laughs> and, and I was trying then to like make my way back so that I could go cash in and buy that lantern. And of course, I died again. And then I had to go retrieve it again. And I still didn't know my way out. And I, I finally <laughs> fucking died before retrieving it. And uh, last 2000, was like, fuck this game. <laughs> so ha- have you been picking up things like the Hallowness seals and the tra- yeah. tra- uh, Traveler's Journals and things like that? Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of of pickups I there's feel a, like i've been pretty there's rigorous a, there's a guy in the city of tears that'll buy those from you that's the thing because oh, i cool. i knew there would be a, an expert at some point that you could talk to who would uh because it it pretty much says this might be of use to yeah. an expert in this kind of things doesn't it yeah um but i haven't i haven't found him yet so pro tip yep when you have geo spend yep. it <laughs> i know i was Put it in the bank two two screens down from the town why didn't i do it <laughs> i i had a very very similar ball kicking dark souls wake up <laughs> moment to that see it was, yeah. it's almost parallel except i lost 130 geo and, <laughs> and, and it's still like in it still enraged me and it was uh it was going through the mantis area the first time and um i started seeing you know i didn't have the map i didn't know where i was or where i was going and i was just like I'm sure there's a save point at some point. Yeah. And I started seeing the signs pointing to like bench this way, yeah. bench this way, bench this way. And I'm trying to find it. And the signs aren't exact. No, so it just gives general. you a general idea. Yeah. And they tended to be pointing left. So I kind of kept to the left. And then I was um, at one point there was it broke to the right. And I was like started to go right. And then I was like, no, no, I'll just keep going left. And then I died. And that was the first <laughs> time. That's fine. I, but I started way, way up. So I had to, of course, do it again. I hadn't lost my money yet. And I came back down and went slightly right instead. And there was a mantis and he killed me. And that's when I like lost my geo <laughs> and I lost my shit. Uh, and then, of course, I had to do it again and again and again. And I kept dying. I finally came down and was able to finish going right. Killed the mantis. The save was literally not even a screen over. <laughs> it was just like slide, like pan it over, like half an inch and it was there and i was just like i can't i can't believe i lost yeah all those 130 geo but obviously i feel <laughs> a lot better. get the fuck out of here but the most enraging thing for me is i still have to go that way i still have to mm. go to the mines so i still need a lantern oh so, so it's like am i gonna go grind for 1800 Geo in other places. That's what, that's what I was saying. Find that dude in the City of Tears and sell him your stuff. Okay, so I can get to him right now. I don't need anything else from the mines before getting to him. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if you really if you have to go to the mines right now. I mean, there's probably oh. other ways you can go too. But okay, yeah. okay, that is a good tip. You've made me like this game again. <laughs> just look, just look at the map and <laughs> look at the map that you have and see if there's any like empty spots that you could go and see if you can get there. <laughs> yeah. You've been using the bank. I dropped off like 2,000 geo in the bank and it's just sitting there. You're a smart person, Elliot. <laughs> I'm not. I, like, you should, like, I don't need this right now. You, so. you should take it and go buy a lantern. You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't found the lantern guy yet. So as soon as I do, I'm going to get it. Um, so I, but, when we first talked about Hollow Knight, I talked about a room that I was in there when I first played it where it was dark and spikes were everywhere, but I somehow made yeah. it through. Yeah. This time with the lantern, it went a lot quickly. A lot yeah. Quickly. <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> I saw that room and I went through it with the darkness and there wasn't anything there. I just like went to the end. There's a big wall of spikes and then I just went back out. 
Did I miss? Did you get something in there? I think there's yeah, a the, couple of them. I think one of them is kind of doable. Uh, there's one that's like, and there's that's one like that's a, just not. There's one that's a bunch okay. of platforms with spikes and yeah, like spikes that's all over. The one I did. Oh, you did. You should have gotten a mask piece at the end of it. Yeah, I, 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 I might have that. missed it. Because there's like there's high levels and low levels. Yeah, you have to go up to the top right, I think. Uh, yeah, and then like yeah, you, you drop, you drop to the end. You drop down a little yeah. bit and go right then. But yeah, it's, there's a mask piece there. Yeah. Okay. So we're all really loving this game. The only thing I find about it, do you find it a little bit floaty? Times the jumping. No, not really floaty. The only major issue I had with the controls was the switch D-pad and the analog stick are terrible yeah. for po- for pogoing, and you yeah. need to po oh, and you need pogoing. to pogo. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've been playing it with yeah. uh, the Xbox One controller on mm. um, PC on mm. Steam streaming yeah. to my TV, um, uh-huh. and it, and it works really well. But yeah, analog for programming is really bad. I, yeah. I you're, want you're playing it streamed. Yes, and it's with the latency. It's, it's flawless. There's no latency. I've got a power line Ethernet. Because um, yeah. I told you this that I couldn't work out why the stream in Steam stream was kind of slow. Even though yeah. I had a power line connected, I also had it Wi-Fi connected, and it was using oh. the Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> so I hadn't used my Steam stream in like a year or something because whatever game I tried last was just unplayable, and I couldn't work out why it was. And all that I had to do was like forget Wi-Fi, and now it works like <laughs> perfectly, no latency. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Have you also? So one thing that helped me as well. Uh, was changing my TV to game mode. It yep. drastically reduced. Okay. Yeah, so I always, I, I always do that with the TV that we have as well. Yeah. Um, yes, we have the same one. Yep. <laughs> there was something else <laughs> I was going to ask you about. Oh yeah. So the the D pad on the Xbox is not good for this because okay. it's, it's yeah. clicky and it's you know yes. it's it doesn't feel instantaneous. Um, what controller should I be using for this? Can I use? A- I, would, I would say the DualShock would be the best of the D pad if you're going to use D pad. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it, Switch Pro. Yeah, that's or maybe what I was Switch, maybe ask Switch Pro. Yeah. So, does the Switch controller work with uh, Steam? Yes, it does. That, now. Yeah, that was a re- relatively recent change. Okay, and is there is there a button on it for for syncing? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Right. Yeah. The Switch controller, because I figured yeah. it was one of those that you just switch it on, and you know the way the Switch Auto sees different controllers and you have to press yeah. like two buttons clicking in. Maybe there's oh. some combination of buttons that you hold down and that starts pairing similar to the, like, uh, what the Joy-Cons have, the Joy-Cons have that little button on the inside that you press to sync. Yeah, so I'm sure there's the same I don't have, I don't have a pro controller. Yeah, now. good point. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to give that a go because I imagine it would be the best for, for playing a, a 2D side-scrolling platformer. I, yeah. I, I so look forward to hearing your guys' screams of pain later. <laughs> with, oh, with some of hollow Knight, oh <laughs> I, I had to get past that point of like you know like any other metroidvania they'll have their tough moments but you have a general idea castlevania metroid how it's gonna go but when this started just like i think it was the first i guess they're technically bosses but they're not you know like they're mini bosses and it was just like i couldn't attack them and it was like the very first one and yeah. the only time i could attack him is when he was attacking there was like yeah a, quarter of a second like, and you need the fireball kind it. of thing not even it was before that even. You're, talking about the, you're, like, you're talking about the dude with the club that like slams it back and forth on you it oh, might yeah. be that one yeah yeah, yeah. so and yeah it's like you have to like how, how do i get in you basically like hit him twice run away hit him twice run away or like yeah stretch the pogo works too sometimes so it's just a matter of you really got to think about which how you want to tackle him 
And as the very first boss, I was like, how is like, I must not be supposed to be here yet. The real Hollow Knight starts here. Gradually, you're like, oh my God, this game <laughs> is just super hard. And like you, you run into someone else, it's also hard to attack, but then you get through them. And then in the next room, there's two of them at the same time. And you're like, okay, so this yeah. is a hard game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just love how all of the bosses make you have to switch up the skills that you're using as well. Like yeah. when, when do you regenerate heat? When do you use the fireball? When do you... Well, I guess dashing is more obvious. Dashing you use whenever you're avoiding a lot of attacks from these guys. Uh, yeah. Josh, I haven't used the dive attack for anyone really yet, except I, I, people. I don't. I haven't used it much either, so I don't blame you. Yeah, and the pogo, the pogo, as I say, is really, really hard to do with the, with but the it's, analog. It is so. integral. You have to get good at it. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you been using? What have you been playing on? Joy cons. Yeah, Joy cons. Yeah. And you find it hard with those as well, even though they're like a, a digital button for I, down. I, I use the analog stick. I don't use the D-pad. D-pad's terrible, oh, okay. so I use the analog stick. And it's, yeah. I, I, I got, the analog stick's not terrible, but it's just finicky. Because if you, you know, hit to slightly turn to the left or something, you'll, you'll attack left instead of down. So you just yep. kind of got to, I don't know, just fiddle with it until you get like in a groove. It's because like, so late in the game, there's a, it's in an optional area, there's like a super meat boy type level where just there's like, uh, spinning blades and spikes yeah. everywhere and you gotta mm. oh, dash bad. you have to like dash double jump just do everything to get around it i beat that there's apparently a hidden harder one that i haven't found oh wow <laughs> that i can't wait i love that shit and i mean i love that shit hate but, that shit but you've got to get good at pogoing because you'll have to pogo off of like blades so you don't die <laughs> no okay i yeah i definitely gotta get this switch pro controller up and running. <laughs> guys For sure this is such a fun game, though. It, I'm loving it's, it. It's definitely one of the best Metroidvanias I've ever played. It's I agree completely. Amazing. It's it's up there with Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night. Yep, a hundred percent. It's it, the only thing Symphony of the Night has on it is music, um, and not to say the music in Hollow Knight is bad. It's still very good. It's it's more atmospheric. Yeah, uh, but it it like oh, it's it's a complete package. It's like a perfect game. It's it's got. Perfect difficulty for me. I, I mean, yeah, some of the things are rage inducing, like the last percentage I need to get, but um, uh, everything's pretty doable. It's just challenging. And I didn't realize this. This is the switch is the first console port of it. It's only on Steam and switch right now. Yep. Which is nuts. Yep. And it's sold Man. really well on both from what I hear. It got, well, it yeah, got a sure. it got a big resurgence after the, the switch port came out because I'm a lot sure of people, a lot of people slept on it because it was PC only. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I wonder would it have gotten odds for Game of the Year if uh, people <laughs> had picked it up on PC. Maybe. Because so many people, uh, reviewers and everything, didn't play it because it wasn't on Switch yet. I know, you like look at Kotaku and that's and all of a sudden a bunch of them are, and Waypoint, a bunch of them are playing it all of a sudden. Now you're yeah, like, and it's yeah. like a year later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, That's what threw me off. I was like, why is everyone else also playing this now? Yeah. I thought I was late because I was just being an ass and holding out for the switch version but yeah. everyone else did the same thing yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah i so weird. i i hope you guys end up finishing it uh i'll, I'll by the way i i know it there is a kind of glitch to get a bunch of money so if you need to know what that is i because so the dlc there's this extra like npc that will upgrade some stuff for you but it's like costs like twelve thousand fifteen thousand and twenty thousand geo which it takes forever if you don't use the glitch so I'll tell you all about it when you get to that point. <laughs> how, how far am I in it, by the way? So I've got pretty far in the City of Tears. And in fairness, I've got pretty far in the mines as well without having got uh, 
got a map. I feel like once I get a lantern, I'll, I'll be when, fine. When you say the map. mines, you mean the crystal mines? Yeah. It's like pink everywhere. Yep. Okay. So getting through there, uh, there's a spot in there that kind of opens up the, the main quest, if you will. Um, and then, so I don't know, you're maybe like a third. If you're talking full completion, maybe like yeah. mm. a fourth, <laughs> a fifth, maybe there's a lot in their game. So good. Good. It's been fun. I hope yeah. I, I can try playing some other games at the same time, but God, I just, that's all I want to play right now. <laughs> I, I definitely plowed through it. Like during my work trips, I just popped my switch up onto the hotel TV I had and I just sat in bed and I played it for hours when I, when I wasn't working. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's how I played uh, the next game. We're talking about oxen free and now hotel room while traveling yeah i was uh it was when i was in montreal i didn't play it on the tv but it, i played it start to finish laying in bed with, uh, with his friends ollie and ollie that's ollie i don't understand ollie ollie, ollie oxen free all right never mind oh yeah yeah <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oxen free of ollie ollie fame yes um <laughs> It's uh, are we? I don't want to jump ahead if we're still have any other notes on Hollow Knight. No, um, I think we're gonna come back to Hollow Knight at some point, but that should yeah. definitely do us for this week. <laughs> God, it was, it was so good. I'm almost like, oh, we should have ended on that. <laughs> Oxen Free was uh. The, our last roulette game, which we rolled before E3 and gave us gave ourselves an extension because because of E3 and the tremendous amount of traveling we're doing this summer. Yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we all did finish it and uh, we are here to talk about it uh, filled with spoilers because it is a story heavy game. There isn't really much else to go on about. Um, it it kind of plays like uh well, I guess narratively, it kind of unfolds like a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. Um, you have choices, it, and your choices are all dialogue. It's in, and as far as actions, you can control the characters where they go, pretty much. So well, basically, you're basically it's, just it's, it's, controlling one character, aren't you? Right, right. Yeah, but it's it's basically uh, a point yeah. and click game, for lack of a better term. But instead of point and clicking, you you move the characters around, right? Like right. with a joystick is, but yeah, that's, I think that's how I would describe it. Yeah. Best. Actually, and, uh, you can use the switch to point and the point. Yeah. To click on. Oh, stuff. I you never can. tried that. Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't play it in docked mode or undocked. So I don't know. I didn't know. I played it all in handheld, but I did use the, the analog stick because I had played a little bit of it on uh PS4 beforehand. So I was kind of used to it. Mm. Uh, so- it was a yeah, free one on PlayStation Plus as well, wasn't it? Was it? I think it was, yep. So if you're listening and you have it on PlayStation Plus and you don't want to be spoiled, then you might want to skip ahead 10 minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we will get into a few spoilers here, will we? Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a pretty short game and it's, it's almost entirely story uh, and characters. So that's... Basically, everything I've said about it so far is all you can really say about it without getting into the story. Well, we could. How's yeah. it start off? How's it start off? So, so it's it's kind of a, a teen horror premise, for for mm-hmm. want of a better term. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, it's close. It's, yeah. it's supernatural, uh, and, and there is definitely some terrifying moments where like the screen just like flashes you with something horrible, 
and then it goes away and it's like what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah it's kinda... like eternal darkness meets poltergeist poltergeist meets i know yeah. what you, meets i know what you did last summer <laughs> yeah yeah it is a bit of that and a bit of a bit x files without without law enforcement there yeah it's like happening to people yeah <laughs> yeah it it starts off with uh you're playing as this girl alex who's taking a a trip on the ferry over to this uninhabited island off the you know coast of your town pacific northwest and, and it, yeah based in the pacific northwest isn't it and you're heading over with a couple of friends so your best friend ren and your new brother uh, or stepbrother stepbrother yeah um who you have you haven't really hung out with much before but you decided to invite him along as a friendly gesture and then you're going to meet another couple of friends at the beach on this island and have a few drinks and just hang out that's that's mm-hmm. the premise yeah well and then so that's, you go exploring that's and things go horribly wrong <laughs> So her, her new stepbrother is Jonas. They take the ferry over and then they're meeting up with. And I guess they do this every year or something like that because yeah. they keep referencing like last year's party is so much bigger. And this year it's only like four people or five people. Yeah. Um, and then you meet up with, was it Cassandra? Clarissa. No, Clarissa, Clarissa. And, and Nona. Sorry. Clarissa and Nona and uh, and then Alex and Jonas and Ren. And uh, and you all embark on an epic adventure. And it, it it's filled with like there's it's very character driven and very dialogue driven and you have a lot of options and a lot of choices and i do get the sense that the choices you make affect at least how you get to the ending and from the number of endings there are it looks like there's seven or eight possibilities they it does actually affect um how the game ends as well so it's really nice to see that and it and it and it kind of makes me like you see the callbacks to those point click adventure games a little more when when that happens uh, the dialogue is actually really well done. Like, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd played night in the woods a while back to give a comparison. Uh, night in the woods didn't have voice acting, but the thing was, is that everything, everything the character said sound like would sound like something you would expect, like, you know, a angsty teenager or a young adult to talk about or, or, uh-huh. or say, and Oxenfree does pretty much the same thing. And this time with the voice acting, the voice acting's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the acting was good. The, and most of the dialogue was good. I thought, um, I thought they made, Ren, the the best friend, a little over the top, way of, way uh, more obnoxious than he needed to be. Yeah, but yeah. come on, you're gonna always have tropey characters in here. I feel like yeah. that's a good thing. If everyone was bland and if everyone was, you know, Ren, the neurotic <laughs> pothead. Yeah, I mean, like, so I fired this up like a year ago or something like that when we got it yep. for free, and I only got as far as like them arriving on the island and. The, my, the first thing that put me off was Ren's dialogue. So yeah. that's that's still kind of like it, it, it gets better or maybe I got used to it as it went on. But stick with it. Like it's definitely it's not that bad. On, and on the on the plus side, you're not really with Ren a, a lot of the time. So. Yeah. The, yeah. The party splits up throughout um, and rejoins and shuffles. Uh, it, but yeah, so you go on the beach and you start a fire and the, the, the girl. God, I want to say Cassandra again. Clarissa. 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 Clarissa I I will explain it all all to you, Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's kind of the standoffish one. She's a bit cruel. They they play game like a truth or dare kind of game. Yeah, she's a bit of a mean girl. Yeah. And And she's popular, and I think they talk about her. She's a bit uh, of a plastic. Yes. She's she's the one that asks the, uh, like, you know, 
why'd your brother die questions and it's well, just like not not quite <laughs> <to> the <laughs> so they're playing what was it truth or dare or truth, or, like, truth or slap oh truth or slap oh yeah um <laughs> so so uh she kind of clarissa kind of cuts through the bullshit to just mean shit and mm-hmm. basically asks your character alex uh why did your parents split up knowing oh, full well that the reason it is was that neither of them could uh, handle the death of your brother, Michael, yeah. which is like, it, it's a really interesting way to start a game. And it really does just, you know, get the stakes shown straight up immediately. It was, uh, and oh, straight away, I guess you're meant to not like Clarissa. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a bit of the, the intact. Uh, I wouldn't say the antagonist. There's definitely like, I feel like the island and the things going on there is the antagonist of the story, but Clarissa is, is a friction point for your character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From there, the and, group kind of splits up because, well, I, I was sorry. I was, I was just kind of doing like the character background. Character, so the yeah, last yeah, one is, is Nona. Yeah. Um, which she's, ca- I, she's just kind of there. understand why she's there. Like, I don't there, think there's any, she's kind of a partial, potential love interest for Ren, yeah. your best friend. But other than that, she I don't even remember like anything she says. I don't remember her really. She she's fr- she's friends plot. with Clarissa. So that's she she's there to like provide that foil, I guess, to Clarissa's, you know, yeah. constant assholey behavior. Known as there to be like, you know, she'll she'll be the one to say, you know, okay, everybody, let's let's calm down or, you know. But I mean, yeah, she's Yeah, and if she, she doesn't do choose- a lot though. Yeah, if you yeah. choose to uh, take her with you at a later point in the game, she does that. tell you some nicer stories about Clarissa. She does paint the oh. human side of Clarissa, yeah. where the whole time you've only seen her from your perspective. And yeah, I did, I did that she's too. she's being a bitch to you. So right. it, it, yeah. it is kind of eye-opening bringing along Nona in that case. Yeah, and of, of course, as Clarissa's being a jerk, she has good reasons for it, and y- the characters develop a little bit beyond that. But uh, and yeah, like you get to hear different stories and perspectives depending on who you're with and the choices you make. Uh, but from the get go, and I think for most of the story, um, I didn't really see where she fit in other than hanging out with Clarissa, like being her sidekick. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, then the story gets started. So basically, we, you wander off because you're pissed off at Clarissa mostly. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Um, and well, it's like you, you don't you don't you don't wander off. You Jonas and Ren are like, let's go check out this cave, and you're yeah. and you could I think you could decide to stay, but I don't. I think you have to go somehow. So because yeah. I don't know how the story progresses if you say no. So yeah. I didn't try that. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Ren has told you to bring along a, a little hand radio. Yeah. Uh, so the, there's rumors that there's something going on on the on the island, and you can tune into these frequencies, and you, you know people will be talking to you. And yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that could be any radio. But <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> but yeah, you wander into one of the caves and you start messing with the radio, which is one of the main mechanics that you have to to use as yeah. you're navigating this world. Like you're either walking around you can click on things to investigate them but really there isn't that many items that you can interact with in in the entire game and you can use the radio uh you like flick through you scroll through frequencies and then if you pick something up it might cause something to happen on screen so in this case it like draws out these crazy uh 
triangles in the sky and yeah. then everything goes nuts and you wake up uh in a totally different part of the island and you're trying to like basically put the gang back together find out where everyone is and i'll yeah. you know, either get off the island and I'll, and either or try and solve what, what the hell's going actually going on yeah so when you wake up you're alone or are you you, you wake up at the like, you wake you. up but jonas is nearby and you go find him. okay he's, pretty, he's like he's yeah, like he's he's in, in the, the tower, tower and you're at the foot of the tower yeah. that's right so it's this big radio tower in the middle of the island which kind of seems to be a central point you revisited a couple times so the yeah. the the island used to be a base or something along those lines for uh like a army for an air, army or navy submarine station um yeah yeah, yeah. and oh well, yeah i was just saying <laughs> i was just saying that's why the comm towers there because there's a naval unit yeah. there <laughs> and it's like world war ii era it, yeah. it hasn't they have they've been out for a very long time um and there's a couple references to an old lady who has a, a mansion on the island and recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like kind of like this crazy old lady and they, they brush her off and they have jokes about her as teenagers do to reclusive, mysterious adults. <laughs> uh, um, but the, the focus here is getting the game back together. So you find Ren and I think you try to, uh, or sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You've, was it Ren or Jonas? It's clear, we find Jonas initially. Yeah, okay, so you find Jonas, and then you you try to use you, the radio, and you hear Clar- uh, Clarissa through the radio. And Ren, yes. And Ren, and okay, you get the choice of right. which which to go find first. So, yeah. did we all pick Ren? I picked Clarissa. Oh, you did? Uh, I, I, to- I, I, t- I told Ren I was coming for him, but I went to Clarissa. <laughs> oh, I think I, I did the Ren. opposite. I think I told Clarissa I was coming, and then I went to, to find Ren. I told Ren, and I went to Ren. So, so Josh, um, did... Did Clarissa come with you then? No, she, we found her like she was doing that thing in, in games and movies where like you see her running, running away. And then like yeah. you open the door, she walked into and she's not there anymore. Okay. You know, so, okay. Yeah. Cause I was wondering if that was Ren instead for you. Exactly yeah. what I was so wondering as well. Down. I was wondering if you pick them in the different order, do their parts in the story basically flip, but it doesn't. Well, no, matter. cause they're, they're in the same locations regardless. So it's just a matter of which way you go. I think. Yeah. Because okay. Ren doesn't come with you either at that point, does he? When you, put, um, when you save, solve, save Ren? No, maybe he doesn't. Maybe you're right. Maybe he goes to meet up with Nona. Because you find Nona me. along the way and you send her to the comm tower. Yeah. And she's like super freaked out. Yeah. She's like, I just saw you here 10 minutes ago. What are you doing back? I don't believe this is really you. Yeah. And she's like refusing to to, to play ball or well, trust you in any way. And the reasoning is because... is. The game forces you into these like time loops constantly yeah. where you have to keep repeating events until you figure out the way out of it. Um, so it kind of looks like a bad, badly tracked VHS tape. Yeah. For our younger listeners. Uh, <laughs> just Google what that is. Uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, and, and you can tell immediately when it's happening because like you'll get to a certain point on the map and then and then it, it'll glitch and then you'll be back at the beginning. And so you've got to do something usually with the radio and those like tape, those rewinding, tape players, yeah, yeah. There's like these stands will show up with tape players on them, and it, you have to like wind them at a certain speed. And sometimes it's just one, sometimes you have to do multiple, and then it that ends time loop. And so a lot of weird stuff is happening. I, and I, I do appreciate uh, that as you keep doing those time loops, Alex gets more and more annoyed by them. <laughs> yeah, just like me, like, oh, just like me, because. Yes, I felt the same way. Yeah, I was like, not another time. Yeah, I kind of wanted uh, some other way of like this solving those 
uh, time loops. It it did get yeah. a bit repetitive. It did seem a little arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> Just winding those things way. every time. So <laughs> unrelated to the story, but did you guys have feel the same thing as I did? Why is there so much loading in this game? Yeah, um, definitely. There's like Switch. there's like 20 whole screens in that yeah. in the entire game. And it was just, so slow the loading. Don't understand oh why gosh. the loading was so it feels like a, I feel like it could have been served better just to like load the whole game almost and then just at the beginning and then go. But I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Like maybe it's a switch port issue, but it was yeah. That's was definitely what slow. I would guess. Yeah, I don't I don't remember noticing that while playing the, the PlayStation version. Ah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. The the So yeah, I the other issue main issue I had was is that like I mean as as you go go along you kind of get a better rhythm for this, but early on I felt like I was interrupting everybody and then sometimes I was like, well, I want to hear what I I want to hear what my friends say before I respond, but you only have a time limit to respond to everything. Yeah. So uh, and and sometimes you won't interrupt. Sometimes when you select something, the Alex will wait till the person's done talking, but there's no like cue whether or not that's the case. So I'm always worried I was going to interrupt someone and miss out on what they're saying. And so I sometimes I'd wait and then I just completely miss my chance to say anything. So so I think they did that as like, you know, you have a chance to respond, but the other character will keep talking so that there's not dead air. I think it was like just a design decision. And then you're supposed to interrupt them because anything they're saying at this point is superfluous. I think I think so. And superfluous. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and, and yet uh, the dialogue is so interesting and it's so snappy and it's so yeah. entertaining that lots of times you just want to hear them bantering it, yeah. it, it is a testament to how good the dialogue is in this game and, and also I would say the interruptions are more naturalistic than any other game I've ever played like I feel when I think back to Walking Dead and like the first episode of um, Game of Thrones Telltale Telltale's Game of Thrones as well. Uh-huh. When yeah. you would cut in and interrupt a, a conversation, it felt so janky. It felt like yeah. it was like jumping. It was just uh, ending a cutscene midway and jump into a completely different cutscene. And yeah. it, it just like comparing this to that. This is Oxenfree's streets ahead. It's so oh. far, so much better. Oh yeah, they did. They, yeah. they did handle the interruptions well. It's just I couldn't. I wanted to hear what the other guy wanted to say, but I also wanted to say something. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And it also makes you wonder like how many of these conversations were important ones that could have changed something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how and how many of them weren't. That was the thing that I found a bit a bit uh frustrating about not knowing whether to interrupt or not. It was like, oh shit it if I don't interrupt, am I doing something wrong? And if I do, yeah. it's I guess yeah. if you do interrupt, you couldn't be doing something that, you know, messing stuff up. Yeah. And the, and the other imp, uh, impact from all the dialogue is that like, I, I, I would find myself plenty of times sitting there going like waiting to transition to another screen while I waited for everybody to finish talking, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which, which is also counter to what I was thinking earlier, which is this game really needs a run button. Yes. <laughs> but, it, it's but a if bit I, slow, but if I ran, then I'd have to sit even longer waiting for them to talk. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we could talk a little bit more about uh, the story. You found yeah. you find yourself wandering around the island and into different parts of the the military uh, complex. Um, at one point, there's a little there's a little quiz. Uh, oh, yeah. The, oh these yeah. kind of these kind of ghost creatures that you're interacting with. Um, I, I guess you so you find out that. Uh, what happened? What was going on? Am, am I like jump into this at this point, no. or is this okay? 
I, I was I was gonna mention the uh, the Clarissa like death. Oh yeah, like yeah. well that, the, that the, the, well that happens right after the quiz. So <laughs> yeah, so so this is pretty much lining up. Uh, no, well there's I guess there's a couple quizzes, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so oh. so yeah, you're not jumping ahead. Then we can talk about what like, you're going through the military base and you go through barracks and then through tuning into the radio and picking up these broadcasts, you are able to communicate all of a sudden with some kind of voice out there yeah, and some otherworldly being. Yeah, and and you pick up that they're uh, the dis- the the ghosts of a deceased submarine crew that w- that sank. In, during World War II off the coast of that island due to friendly fire. And it was covered up. It was all kind of hush-hush. And yeah. there was something to do with like nuclear uh, weapons being on the, the uh, submarine. Oh, and maybe yeah. like, did that cause people to get transported to this like purgatory kind of world that they're communicating to you from? Yeah. It's, it's all very kind of sci-fi, ghosty, <laughs> paranormal, as you say. Yeah, but it, but it's culture guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and they're not friendly at all. Like they yeah. intend to take over to to possess their bodies. Yeah, um, and and come back that way. Yeah, and and you see that a lot. Like they temporarily possess several of them, and it's so creepy. Like yeah. their eyes get all red, mm-hmm. and and they that, that's how they communicate. They speak through them through the people. Yeah, and um, and even though it's all like two uh, D sprites and it's all very cartoonish. Um, it, it is, it, it does jar you, as you say, mm-hmm. Elliot, like when they're being, uh, possessed, it, it's really uncomfortable. It's, it's not nice to watch and you do yeah. kind of want to shake them out of it, you know? And there's no combat. There's no risk of dying anywhere, but it's like, you're on edge. Like you tense up and you're just like, oh no, oh no. Like what's, what's going to happen? What are they going to do? Um, but, and they're, yeah, I mean, they're ghosts and are very aggressive. Yeah. Um. So you're in these barracks, and were you, were you going to talk about the quiz? Like, oh, I don't the, even the little the quiz. Were. I, yeah, I can't remember what the questions were, but I was just proud of myself because I got all four right. Oh, I like, were, oh, nice. I got two right before it failed. <laughs> yeah, there were questions right. about the history of the island. <laughs> it was kind of oh, weird. Yeah. So one was I, like, "What's the name of the school?" One was, uh, "What were codes called?" Yeah. Another one was the one I missed was how many people died in the sinking of the submarine. I told the one I missed. Totally yeah. guessed that and got it right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know the la- I don't know what the last one was then because I think it's, it stopped at that point. One of the- was it a possessed Clarissa that gave? Um, no, no, I no, think that no, was like Joan- Jonas got possessed while I was there. Oh, okay. Uh, and again, like the acting while that's happening, like the voices are really <laughs> creepy and really yeah really affecting. they were good i enjoyed that um yeah but there was something else i was going to mention there oh if i was to replay this game and shout out to anyone who is going to play it um when i replay it because i am going to try and replay it to get there there are multiple alternative endings um mm-hmm. but i i would play it with subtitles on oh because i did that some, i did that too oh i did that yeah why did i did i turn them off then was the default no, the, on no default default subtitles defaults on. off so i had to turn them on too i, I turned them Every on about like i don't know 30 minutes in i turned them on i never play with subtitles on because i feel like it's more natural playing without them and just mm-hmm. uh but in this case because uh some of the voices are spliced together 
and they sound like being recordings from old radio broadcasts. And yeah, that, yeah. Um, it it would really help to have the subtitles on. There were times when I Definitely. was not sure what these uh, like ghosts were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think right around that scene was when you go up and you you find Clarissa. Yeah, and she seems off and just like jumps out a window and you're like on the third story of a of a barracks or a building of yeah. some kind you see her and you're like the, you see her hit the ground too like, yeah. i don't think you see it but you hear it or like the screen shakes or something Maybe, i yeah. think you no you, you see you, see you definitely see it there yeah. at least at, before it pans back up but i mean then oh. again it was one of those things where i'm sitting there going i know that i'm gonna go back downstairs and she's not there oh she's there it is there and there it is <laughs> yeah. yeah you totally can tell yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously she's not there and that never really happened because she's she's not dead. Um, you run into her later. Uh, but she spends, for, at least for my playthrough, Clarissa was like not there for the vast majority of the game. Yeah, yeah. Really? she uh, she tends to show up as like just just as a voice for the, the ghosts. Yeah. Um, and then and I feel like at this point. You are you just you pick up a clue or you got to go back to the old lady's house the, or, or or you figure out she has a boat. Ren, and, Ren remembers that she has a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you have to go get the key, which is someplace else. And then you have to go to her house and get out. Uh, and then when you, and in that time, there's some more time loops and a couple more possessions. Yeah. And, and it feels like things are getting worse. It feels like the time loops are getting more frequent. And also you start jumping back in time. Uh, yeah. Like by like a year, not like, you know, yeah, you seconds. start having those intense flashbacks. There's a scene with uh, Alex's brother dying. Um, Wait, did it you, might be later. Did you like, actually? Did you actually see him dying? I don't remember that one. Yeah. No, I never got that. Yeah, me neither. No, really. Yeah. So the ones that we saw was jumping back, and you were speaking to him in his bedroom. Yeah, I, I got that one. Um, there was also one where you are with him and Clarissa, and Clarissa's been really nice. Yeah, I remember. Um, and on the beach, oh, on yeah. the beach, right? And then you can yeah. choose whether to tell him to stick it out with her or or to get rid of her, basically. And yeah. he seems to react to that. Um, and it's and that's a scene that affects the ending too. Yeah, I would have guessed if that because you it's if you tell him because he's trying to decide whether to leave the town and embark on some dream he has or to stay here with Clarissa, and depending on what you tell him. Uh, if you tell him to leave, I think that's how you get him to come back to life at the end of the game. Oh, wow. Because then he, he never stayed with Clarissa. He never stayed in the town and he never drowned. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't either. I told him to, to stay with Clarissa. Yeah, me t- I did too. But then like in a future one, he says that like he's going to like run off with Clarissa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't tell which, yeah. which went, meant which. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely got to re- replay it and try to get that other ending. Yeah, I, I, it, thankfully, it's only like a four hour long game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a quick one. <laughs> Most of that is loading. <laughs> I, I, I kind of I, I did really appreciate the the conversations between Alex and Michael as well. I, I thought those like, oh, yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking. Like that that idea of losing brother and you're both just in high school and you know how heartbreaking that would be. Like I used to hang out with my sister. She was a year and a half older than me. We used to hang out in high school all the time. And I totally yeah. like relate to the conversations they were having in that, you know, it's, uh, it was, yeah. like 
you really get to see Michael and you really get to see their relationship. And yeah, you, for the first time you get an idea of how heartbreaking it must've been for her. Yeah. And, and Alex is so like strong and, um, kind of, she takes no shit throughout the thing. So Mm -hmm. to like, you're amazed that she isn't fallen to pieces. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, or at least I was, you know, that she's even there. (laughs) Um, it's a really, uh, really interesting story, though. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, so I definitely had a scene where it, it was either you see him die, and I, this has been a while now, or it's heavily implied, but, you know, she's like, they're out on in the water, and you can at least hear their voices going back wow, and forth. Oh, no, like, I didn't on, get that, that one. And, oh, man. I, oh, I man. definitely have to go back and play this. Yeah. I feel like I, I uh, totally missed out on that. So they, the next thing is they get to the old lady's house, Maggie Adler. And this is pretty much the climax of the story. Like you hear the plot of the ghosts and uh, it's pretty much that they want to come back and they want to possess them. And um, it's too late, blah, blah, blah. But somehow there's still a window where they can get away from this. And they pretty much just have to leave the Island at that point. Right. Basically, basically basically what happens is they, uh, Alex kind of gets stuck in this like temporal area where Clarissa, well, possessed Clarissa's there and yep. the, the the ghosts are basically saying, if you see if you seal this thing off, then you'll be stuck here with us, too. And she's and at least for my ending, I was just like, you know, I'll, whatever, I'll do it for my friends. And then yeah, that somehow oh, yeah. works and you wake up on the boat. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that was the very end, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was right, going to yeah. ask you as a question, though, when you're in the house, uh, when you're in Maggie Adler's house, at some point, there's a little quiz thing as well. Uh, yeah. uh, go find this item. Did, I got one of those right. Yeah, oh, I only got one of them as well, but I didn't think it mattered at all. <laughs> oh, I got I got them all right. I don't know what it did though. Oh, interesting. You you just had to click certain items. Yeah. And yeah. I only maybe I got I think I only got one of them. Um because yeah. I felt like so, you didn't have time to run and one of them was upside down. I was just like, nope. Oh yeah. <laughs> one of them was the, the radiation one was the TV. There was a picture of a Gordian knot up in the up in one of the rooms, or a Celtic knot or something. And then the other one was uh, like a picture of Maggie Adler and I guess her daughter, I think, in the bedroom. So that was I think it was her friend. Was it her daughter? I thought it was her friend. It might have been. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't remember. Actually, you're right. It was her friend. I don't think it was her daughter. Yeah. Uh, and I got the impression that they were closer than friends. Right. Somehow, like, that's why she was a recluse and maybe like kept away from people in those days. And and you also find out. Sorry. Okay. Um, You also find out kind of her tie to the plot. Like she she's been aware of this for a while. Like she's passed away now. But while she was alive, she was trying to stop other people moving to the island. She was she was trying to buy up all the land and she was trying to get other parts uh, set uh, or what do you call it? Designated by the government as like, um, what do you call it? Historical historical areas. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, And yeah, she had a she had a friend that was possessed by the ghost. Right. Or like got pulled into that ghost nether realm. And that's why she started. Like that was her friend that yeah. that got lost forever, and so uh, she she that's when she started doing this. She was doing stuff with the radio, um, and yeah, so she's a bit of a hero there. Like she was there, like kind of defending humanity from these uh, from these World War Two ghosts. Yeah, right. and and there are a few collectible items as well, pages of her diary that kind of yeah. piece together uh, more of the story as well. Yeah, there's, I I picked up yeah. three there's photos. 
There's also the photos, and then there's also radio anomalies. I found a bunch of the radio anomalies. I only found yeah. one of the letters, though, but I also didn't really. At that point, it was late last night, and I was just like, I just need to knock this out. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, has this got a, a, a platinum on PlayStation? I it, it, can't I, imagine. It's so short. I think it takes three. I was looking around at like trophies and stuff. It says it, it would take three playthroughs. There's one trophy. Okay. There's one trophy you get for not answering a single thing. Huh. <laughs> you, you never, you never select a dialogue option. I think I'm going to, I'm going to give this a little platinum try. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely interested in, in trying it again. Um, seeing if I could get that ending where you bring Michael back. Yeah. Um, so after Maggie's is pretty much you're just beelining it for the ferry because uh, the reason you couldn't leave before was you took the last ferry to get in there. But now it's like 5 a.m. It's been all night and you're trying to get the first ferry back out yep. to escape this. And then and yeah, and so they, they get to a certain point, Josh, and you you mentioned where Alex, they get they all get. How does Alex get pulled into that nether realm? I forget. Oh, wait, does she just go into the basement? Is it like down below? Oh, it's in a bunker, isn't it? Yeah. No, well, they go into the bunker and she follows through. She follows the, the like a uh, triangle thing out, oh, out back into the original cave. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to get back to the original cave. And then she's there with I love Jonas. how we describe it as the triangle thing. Yeah, it, it, it's literally what it is. Just a floating triangle. Yeah, guys, not triangle. And she's there with Jonas. And then suddenly Jonas is gone and it's just her. And she and she's in this underground bunker and gets pulled into this nether realm and she, you know, you, I think you can make choices there, whether it's like they basically say, let us keep Clarissa and all of you can go or fight for Clarissa and all of you die or all of you stay or whatever. No, no, yeah. Alex stays or Alex stays. That's what it is. And so she's like, nope, we're all going home. At least that was the choice I made. Yeah. And uh, and then you somehow make it like that's kind of like that, that part of the plot. I'm not sure how yeah. it all got out. Uh, and then it just rolls to the ending after that. I, I, I think it was mostly, I think the ghosts were bluffing. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like it. And you could call their bluff as well. Maybe if you called their bluff, that made the difference. I wonder if, as you say, you, you told them, take me, if Alex would have stayed. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, so another playthrough would yep. really like illuminate a lot of this. Definitely. Uh, and... And it's a testament, like wanting to save Clarissa is a huge testament to how they developed her character through those flashback scenes, her relationship with Michael. Yeah. Uh, she's a totally different person before. And like the guilt that you can kind of feel through Alex of, you know, because she was indirectly the cause of Michael's death. Yeah. And Clarissa blames Alex for that. And you can you can see why she does. She's just angry. Like it's not a fair blame. Yeah. But, and you could see how Alex must be racked with guilt because they were they were out on a boat or out for a, they were out for a swim. Yeah, and um, Alex made it back, but but Michael didn't. And, yeah, uh, and I, f I think it was her idea to go out for that swim or something like that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so then they're all on the ferry and they're they're going home, and you kind of see the characters wrap up. On we were saying that Ren and Nona, who I think this is the first time we've mentioned since the start of the <laughs> yep. get together. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, this is the, this would be the scene where suddenly Michael is there. If you did save him, you did bring him back. And, uh, and then as it kind of rolls away, there's a time loop. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah. Something really, like, yeah. Oh no. Did they not get out? Holy crap. Um, and so you're supposed to play through it again. And 
if you get the the right ending, that won't happen. Yeah. yeah. So it it does imply that they didn't quite get out. They're just going to keep looping that forever. Yeah. yeah. It's a really really nice design. Bit of game design is really cool, and it does make you. Go, Oh damn! I gotta play it again immediately. You know, yeah, it's like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my first, I was like, Oh no, I didn't do it right. Like, I, I got a wrong dialogue choice. I should have got those quiz questions right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, clever. I had to look it up right away. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I mean, we talked about it for like a quarter of the length it takes to finish the whole game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so quick and. Um, it's definitely worth playing. The story is really, really well told through excellent dialogue uh, yeah. and excellent voice acting, excellent um, performances. And it does feel a little slow at time. You do, you do walk very slowly. It doesn't yeah. seem like there's a lot in the world to interact with. And then just interacting, doing the rotating, the analog yeah. stick on the tape player feels a bit silly. But um, you're there for it, you're really there for story, not mechanics. Totally. So yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. It's worth hearing for sure. And it's it's not one that would be as fun to watch on YouTube, I don't think, because the graphics are very basic. They're very sprite, spritey, and it's not cinematic at all. Yes. It's, it's all in the performances of the voice. I like I liked the art style, though. Yeah, it, it was. Cool. Yeah, it was charming, yeah. Uh, but definitely worth playing. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up the us talking about games portion of this episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk more about plant-based diets but i think we <laughs> I think it's time for us to do another roulette so uh, yeah that, that was our roulette game last time was oxen free which is what elliot picked um so no it wasn't that was steve oh, sorry uh what steve picked my bad check my <laughs> so, bad up. so what's your next one steve okay lads uh i am going to throw a spanner in the works and pick something totally different from what i told you before we recorded oh, i'm gonna go okay. with tacoma Yes. All right. <laughs> Recently, a Twitch Prime free game. I I was I was gonna suggest you consider Tacoma, so I'm glad you picked it. Okay. So we got Tacoma. All right. So I. <laughs> so I'm also since uh, uh, Rhyme, which I picked in January. It was like the first new game we added of the year, wow. and now we're in July. I'm over it kind of and it's been <laughs> long enough that i think i'm ready to pick a new game as well so, okay elliot picks silent hill uh, <laughs> no no i pick since we all now have it titanfall 2 oh nice uh, yeah man's I'm on the much ball. more excited to play that one and josh uh, what had you picked last time at i picked a beyond two souls since it was a ps plus oh, nice. free game last nice. month so uh, i think i'll keep it on there for now but i mean i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna roll it again it's just we're yep. not playing. We're not playing Titanfall two. That's for sure. I know. I never. I, January guys. I, I've had my game picked one time this whole this, in all. All right. Okay. So a one. A one is what? Josh? A one is Beyond Two Souls. A two is Titanfall two, and three is Tacoma. 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 All right. Here we go. Tacoma. Tacoma. It is. This should be a good one, lads. And Tacoma. It, yeah. It's not too long. It's by Fulbright, uh, who created, of course, the highly acclaimed uh, Gone Home. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Tacoma is another, I believe, uh, walking simulator uh, yeah, yeah. based on a, a space station. Yep. Um, it's meant to have a good story. I'm sure we'll have a great chat around it. Yeah. It'll combat. be another short story base. Yeah. The combat's pretty good from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> the, the race card, I think the bullet hell sections are a bit much, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> He's being facetious. 
<laughs> I live right Sounds next to good. I live right next to Tacoma. I could just go do that. Yeah. Just go do that, Josh. <laughs> sort it out. You should uh do the next podcast from there, live from Tacoma. Help. Get me out. <laughs> I don't know. Based on, All right. based on me sitting in traffic the other day, I could have done my ant- recorded an entire podcast while sitting there. <laughs> next I wonder Tacoma. how viable that would be sometimes. <laughs> Just, just get a lot like, of background noise with me, the cars yelling and me, and me yelling at people. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> hasn't come to that yet, but hopefully it won't. Um, I think that'll wrap us up. We've gone on for long enough. Um, if you haven't had enough of us yet, you can check us out at ratherbecast.com, our website. Um, we're also on Twitter. You can follow our uh, podcast updates. When we have new episodes out, we always put it on uh, at rbp cast uh otherwise we're all chatting on it on our own twitter feeds at rbp josh at rbp elliot and at rbp stevo when we're not talking about games we try to play games and we stream them on twitch.tv slash rather be playing and we'll put the video on demands and every podcast episode goes up on our youtube channel which you can search for um uh, we're also wherever podcasts are found um so Feel free to grab us there, download us to your podcast app. And uh, if you like it, leave us a, a little review. Leave us some comments. Give us uh, give us some love. We appreciate it every little bit. We like helps. love. We do. Love is nice. And uh, <laughs> um, there was one more thing, and I have forgotten it. Oh, it's tradition at this point, so forget it. <laughs> oh, if you would like to join in on the discussion uh, and send us any questions or anything you want us to talk about, we would be happy to read it on the cast, and you can email us at questions at weatherbecast.com. If, if you have any recommendations for which section Elliot should forget to say next episode, we'll also take that. And <laughs> it's, it's always one. It's always one. <laughs> you guys uh, need to stream a way out. Go stream Oh, out. yes, yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, let's make so that our business. Elliot, when are you traveling? Um, so my parents are in town this weekend and then I'm traveling the following weekend and then DC the weekend after that. So okay. The three weekends. So, so let's try to do midweek this week at some point. Maybe, yeah, we should. uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday evening or a couple yeah. of those. Yeah. So, so either the day this goes up or the next day or the next day, let's do it the day this goes up. Okay. So if you're listening to this today on Tuesday, tune in, tune into us, uh, streaming a way out. Hell yeah. All right, guys, it has been fun. Let's go enjoy this uh, beautiful weekend weather. Yes, indeed. I'll get ready for my plane. (sighs) See you guys around. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Cheerio.